Girl, you could tell anybody. Go ahead and tell anybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I believe every lie that I ever told. Paid for every heart that I ever stole. I played my cards and I didn't fold. Well, it ain't that hard when you got sold. Somewhere I heard that life is a test. I've been through the worst, but I still get my best. God made my mold different from the rest. Then he broke that mold, so I know I'm blessed. Stand up now and face the sun. Won't hide my tail or turn and run. It's time to do what must be done. Be a king when kingdom comes. So you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. You know what time it is. Time for episode six of the Jewel Fantasy League podcast, brought to you by your host, Mark Anthony Masafra. We have a lot to uncover this, uh, unpack this week. Uh, crazy week ahead. Or uh, maybe let's see. Let's let's just do a quick glance of the what happened in the league last week. Oh, that's right. Definitely a lot of juicy storylines, and we're gonna start right off the top with mine and John Plano's matchup. Uh, you know, going into the week, <clears throat> I, I think I knew I like had the advantage, but you know, you never know in fantasy. You know, John could have pulled out a Schmeagle win. John was texting me, he's like, "Oh yeah, Mark, you're gonna win." I don't even know why you're like you're, you're stressing about this. I'm like, John, because it's fantasy and anything could happen. And you know, if he, ha- if John, if you had like a, a little better attitude, maybe you would actually be better in fantasy, and you wouldn't keep on losing your players all the time. Just some food for thought there, John. You know. But we started off the day I had all my so the weird thing is let's see did I have a Thursday night game this week can't remember oh yes it was the Eagles it was the Eagles and the Buccaneers that's right and I had Ryan Suckup only he put up four points and he had Jalen Hurts with 25 and he had AB with 19.8 so I'm going into Sunday down like 45 to 4 I'm like all right that's always good to know and to top it off all my players were at one o'clock and all of his players were at four o'clock so I was going to race ahead to a big lead, and then I was going to have to sit and watch him play catch-up all day because that's one of the worst worst feelings to do. Watching your opponent pile up points, and then you have no control of it because all your players are done. But they came through. The biggest game that helped me out the most was the Rams-Giants game. Rams defense really came through for me. The first good output this year. This is exactly what I was hoping that they would do for me. 17 points, two inter- three interceptions, Forced fumble, four sacks, and they only allowed, what, 11 points? Great 17 points there. They helped out Ryan Suckup, who only had a measly four points. But the thing is with the Bucks, you know, I, I picked him up because I, I expect the Bucks to always get in the red zone, but they just fucking keep on converting in the red zone, man. Um, all I need is for them to not convert, like, twice, and then, then he's good for 10 a week. But I'll have to keep on hoping for that. Uh, Justin Herbert... Did not expect that game. Uh, that, that was just a bad game. 
just terrible. Him, him and Keenan Allen combined 18 points. I mean, one of the, I don't know when they're going to pick it off. Dude. This is really starting to piss me off. They keep on combining for shit. I mean, I, I, they've only had one touchdown all year. Like, I expected the stack to work. Now they're on bye next week. It's just they, they better figure out after the bye. They better start eating breakfast together like Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford do. That seems to work out for the Rams. Mr. Zeke, he had 15 points in that shootout. That was a great game, by the way. The Cowboys and Patriots at New England. You know, Zeke should have had two touchdowns that game, but the Cowboys got cute and they kept on doing bullshit like Dak runs into the end zone and kept on passing on the one. Uh, and and it, it almost bit them in the ass because Dak fumbled at the, at the one-yard line on fourth down. But uh, you just got to give the ball to Zeke. Zeke still had 15 points, and he, he only had he had no touchdowns. And, I mean, I'll take that. But, I mean, you give him that one touchdown, he's over that magical 20 number that you want your running back one to have every week. Uh, good production, Zeke. I just blame your play caller. Even though Kellen Moore is usually pretty good with that stuff. Maybe Mike McCarthy was just calling, oh, my God, John Moran. Wow, job. Oh, sorry about that. But yeah, <clears throat> Kellen Moore be better next week. Mike McCarthy, stop being a fucking idiot. Uh, like I said before, the Rams game, Henderson, eight. He had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. I was listening to that game on the radio, driving back to Long Island. Um, so and I heard, I heard uh, kind of hard listen to a football game on the radio. And uh, I was actually listening when Henderson got a receiving touchdown. So it's kind of hard to like gauge where exactly on the field. Like, he caught the ball. I knew it was on, like, the 15, but, like, it's kind of hard to tell, like, if he has a chance of making the end zone. So I just heard, like, oh, Henderson caught the ball, makes a, makes, makes a cut, and he's in the end zone. I'm like, all right, I'll take that. Giants are going to lose anyway. Might as well get some fancy out of it. <clears throat> uh, Brandon Cooks, solid output, 13 points. Can't ask for much more from a wide receiver, too, who's playing with the backup quarterback with the first name of Davis Mills, last name Mills. I'll take it. Uh, I'm sure a touchdown's going to come soon. I think he's only had one for the year. Yeah, he's had one for the year. He'll, he'll get one soon. I mean, he just keeps on getting a lot of targets. and He's, he's getting the yards, so I really can't complain. Mark Andrews has finally started to pick it up. Maybe he's starting to put some crack in his insulin pump. Maybe that's what's starting to uh, make him be better. Who knows? But keep up the good work, Mark Andrews. Khalil Herbert, <coughs> he's a third running back on the Bears roster. And fun fact, I also picked up Ryan Now, who's the fourth running back on the Bears roster, just in case Herbert got hurt. And the reason why I have Herbert is because Damian, Mo- Damian Williams has COVID and David Montgomery is on IR. So, I mean, I still picked up Herbert. <coughs> I picked up Herbert and um, he put up 19 for me. So I really can't complain about that. I mean, that's actually great. Really think about it. 97 yards and a touchdown for the third string all day. And I went over defensive kicker before. I won the defensive kicker battle by five points. Always good to see. Looking at John's side, he really just crapped out after a strong Thursday night. Uh, I thought the Dallas defense, when they had the pick six, would fuck me, but end up not. Um, put up 107, John. Good fight, but maybe next time. On to the next game. Meshi versus James. I really thought Meshi didn't have a chance in this game. Like, I was looking like all damn, like, oh, yeah, James got the dub. James got the dub. James got the dub. And then all of a sudden, I checked at, like, 7.30, like, after CD got the game when he touched on I'm like, oh, my God, Meshi won because James didn't have any players left. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, that was pretty crazy because I, I don't think anyone expected Meshi to win. 
Oh, you want to know what caused him to win? Drum roll, please. Defense and kicker. 26 points. 12 from O'Reliable, Justin Tucker, 14 from Arizona defense, and hit James' defensive kicker at 15. Oh no, 11. For a difference of 15, and Meshi won by 12. Obviously, CD Lamb was the real difference maker, but uh, Meshi beat him on the bottom end, though. Lenny Hamstring went off on that Thursday night game. Dylan also had a very good game, too. Uh, Matt Stafford had a very good game against the Giants. Has Meshi had Stafford all year? He has. I think Stafford's been solid over you. Yep, seventh rank. <laughs> yeah, nothing less than 17. That's really what you, all you could ask for for your quarterback, just to be model of consistency. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, yes, Chuba. Who I dropped like a fucking idiot, and now he just got gifted a free running back for like the next four weeks, or maybe the rest of the year if, if uh, CMC stays out. Um, Saquon hurt, so he got Booker. Yeah, I don't know how Meshi won this game. And he left a lot of points on the bench, too. But, uh, good win, Meshi. You're not going to win a lot of these like that. On to the next one, we have Fenty versus Adam. Adam seemed really just as, like, he's just, like, he's in a free fall, man. Uh, definitely tough for Adam going into the next week. Great by with three wins, but I mean, he, his wide receivers are really just miserable. Allen Robinson, really just a bust this year. He, he's a 60th ranked. He hasn't hit 10 points once, and he's had a touchdown. Maybe Justin Fields will figure it out. Tyler Lockett is literally definition boom bust, and he boomed the first two weeks. That's why Adam went off. And he's done nothing ever since. Uh. Yeah, Fenty just put up a nice 105 points. Could have had better production out of the wide receiver one slot and the flex, but <clears throat> Darrell Williams got the job done for him with 22. Same thing with Yoey Burrow. A third of Adams' points came from Kyler Murray, and then, and then another third came from Dalvin Cook. So, I mean, the rest of his team really did shit. Fenty won the defense and kicker battle by 13. Not that it mattered, but always good to see your bottom half of your team finish strong. Uh, Devontae, low pedestrian numbers against the Bears. You'd expect at least a touchdown. But, you know, still broke 10 points. 4 for 89. It happens. Kelsey's still doing Kelsey things. <clears throat> Number one tight end. He's only had one bad game all year. Four points. Everything else has been great. So, he's just going to keep on keeping on. But, yeah, that was a, just a good win by Fenty. Adam's team is reeling. Next game. We have Kieran versus Angelo. Kieran just fucking putting up points, man. Holy shit. He just keeps on dumping points every single week. And, like, the game's already over when he keeps on doing this, but he just keeps on adding to his PF. I think he's up to, like, the second most on the year, maybe the most. He's at the most by 10 points. 11 over James. <clears throat> Yeah, Kieran just keeps on going off every single week. Yeah, he's had a 145, a 164, and now a 139. 
He's been solid all year. His lowest point scored all year has been 98.96, and then another game he had 99.76, so right on the 100 mark all year. Very solid output all around. He's not getting the production. Uh, actually, no. Mike Evans has been, been doing pretty good, I should say. Actually, this is the first bad game in like four games, so I'm going to take that back. It's just a tough offense when like one person gets going because AB went off against the Eagles, so it's a little tough, but he got production from elsewhere. Cooper Cup shit on the Giants. Jonathan Taylor is like, wow, and Najee Harris is wow. I didn't expect Kieran Johnny Max to be this good coming into the year, but he's hit on both of them, which is amazing. Tom Brady only at 18? Huh. Oh, he had a lot the week before. He's the second fucking quarterback. 44. Gasecki was good. Holy shit, what did Gasecki come out of? Damn, solid. Did Kieran draft him? Added some free agency. Oh, guess who drafted him? Another like, than the fucking Ganges Riverwater team. Garbage, Mike. He left even more points on the bench with playing white T. Higgins in his flex and Damian Harris in the, uh, on his bench. Yeah, Kieran's team is looking nice for the long haul. Angel's team, they just came out flat this week. Uh, just Rodgers and Josh Jacobs showed up. Angel did win the defensive kicker battle uh, by two points, but definitely tough. Definitely tough. Let's see, who's Angel got next? Fenty. Angel's been up and down all year. He's actually lost one. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, yeah no, but he, he's got a lot of games under 100. All of his games are under 100 except one. That's not good. He's still 3-3, three and three, though. <coughs> Very interesting. We'll have to keep a tab on that. <coughs> Uh, next game we have Yurish versus Mandelo. Yurish's team seems to have been rebounding very nice after the 0-4 start. He's now 2-4. It's only a matter of time before he starts picking up wins. He has a very good team. And, he, and Kamara was on a bye too. So, a very good win for, for Yurish. Nick. Nick's, Nick's running backs didn't show up for him. I mean, he doesn't have any running backs. So, I mean, he was due for one of these weeks. Still put up 100. Next defense and kicker. Oh, wait. Could this be a difference? Seven. No, it's not a difference, but it would have made the game closer. Oh, wait. The Falcons were on bye. He didn't have any running backs. And he couldn't pick up any running backs, so I guess, yeah. Yeah, he had his best. He came close to winning, but it's tough. Tough when you have no running backs and you have to rely on Gio Bernard, which would not be a good play, but the game script did not call for that against the... Wow, he put up 15 and then 10. Yeah, game script just didn't call for him. Wide receiver, his wide receivers did the job. He probably he probably needed like one of them to go off. Maybe Woods, another touchdown and more yards. Uh, but the defense got negative two hurts. Josh Allen did his job. But, you know, sometimes it's tough. He didn't have his running backs and he came close to winning. So I guess you got to respect that. Yurish's team is humming right now. They're firing on all cylinders. They just had a few mis misjud misjudged plays earlier in the year, or else Jersh could easily be four and two or five and one. 
He'll keep on winning. He has a good team. Last matchup of the week, Ganges Riverwater versus Mr. Burroughs. 0-5 versus 5-0. and One one of the big storylines in the week. Matt pulled out the win by 35 points thanks to Big Dick Henry. At one point, Henry was like stuffed and it was like the second quarter and Mike was like creeping back. He had like, he was only down like two points because Tyler Bass kept getting on these field goals and then Derrick Henry broke the 75-yard touchdown run. Whatever it was, 80, 85. That was the end of the game. That just shot Mike down to 0-6. Mike won the defensive kicker battle, actually, by 14 points. But, I mean, Matt, Matt's running back's just, wow, holy shit. Derrick Henry, 38. Joe Mixon, 24. And Alex Collins, 17. Yeah, if you got a 300 monster running back, very tough to lose. Even when his, his wide receivers only put up 16 points. Yep. Yep. He, Matt's got a good formula. He's got Michael Thomas come back in a few weeks. He's got Calvin Ridley on a bye last week. He's come back this week. Uh, Matt's got a solid team. Can he go undefeated? And can Mike go defeated? We'll have to see. Mike left some points on the bench. Jalen Waddle, Corwin Sutton. He thought starting Miles Gaskin would do something, but he ended up being a spy for Matt. He ended up sabotaging Mike's team. So good job, Mike. I'm being a fucking idiot. <clears throat> That's the recap of week six. Just going to run through week seven. Who I think is going to win. Me versus Mondello. I think Nick gets a win. I don't have Zeke, Herbert, or Allen. It's going to be tough for me to overcome. Hold on. Let me write it down. James and Adam. James takes this one. Adam's looking a little banged up. John versus Meshi. John is heads, Meshi is tails. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Hey Siri, flip a coin. It's tails. Tails, Meshi wins. Angelo versus Fenty. I'm going to take Fenty in this one. Wow, Matt versus Kieran. Kind of want to see Matt's win streak keep on going, so I'm going to give it to Matt. And the last matchup, Mike versus Yurish. I'm giving this to Yurish. Fuck you, Mike. Everyone thought this would be like 0-6 versus 0-6, but uh, Yurish has figured it out, and Mike hasn't. Speaking of Yurish, I'm going to go over his picks from last week. So he picked, let me see this. So he picked me to win. He was right. Picked James to win. He was very close until C.D. Lamb won the game with an overtime. He picked Fenty to win. He picked Kieran to win. He picked himself to win, which is all of these have been correct. And for some reason, he picked Mike to win. He would have had a nice 5-1 record, probably one of the best records from a guest on the show, but he's an idiot, and he picked Mike, so he ended up being 4-2. But he, he correctly predicted himself to win, so that's all you could ask for sometimes. <clears throat> some big injuries we had last week. <clears throat> Kareem Hunt. He, uh, he hurt his calf kicking his girlfriend, so that's why he's out for a few weeks. Tyron Smith, maybe he heals up over the Cowboys' bye. Darius Toney got hurt in the Giants game. I guess he re-aggravated something. I don't know why they, they even let him play. They suck and they're going to lose anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. 
T.Y. Hilton got hurt. I thought he was going to – he just got back off the PUP or whatever, and he got hurt in the fourth quarter. Chubb still hurt. CMC still hurt. Michael Thomas is off the PUP list this week, but he's still out for a few more weeks. So kind of crazy. Uh, uh, the Plinos are a combined 1-11 and 11 and counting downward. Could it be possible that they go 1-27? and 27? I don't know, but if they do, I think we have to banish them from the league at that point. Looking at the best teams by record, obviously only one 6-0 team, so Mr. Burroughs is the best 6-0 team. Four 4-2 four teams with me, Kieran, James, and Fenty. I'm going to say Kieran's team is the best. He's, been, he's really been going off the past few weeks. We have three 3-3-3 three, and three teams between Nick, Adam, and Angel. This is an easy one. Nick. Two 2-4 two and four teams between Meshi and Yurish. Another easy one. Yurish. 1-1-5 one, one and five team, Mr. Plino. Mr. John Plino. And 1-0-6 oh team, Mr. Mike Plino. We're starting to get to the point of the year where uh, we can start weeding out the good teams from the bad teams. Some of the bad teams may be affected by injury. Um, some good teams might be affected by a good schedule. But I think we're starting to see the teams that are, that are contenders and the ones that were pretenders. Uh, it's all starting to unfold. We are in, we are a third, officially a third of the way done with the NFL season. We are almost halfway done with the fantasy regular season. Crazy. I know it's, it's already October 20th, about about our week seven. I mean, like it, it, it feels like forever when we're waiting for football in the doldrums of like April, May, June. Then you start creeping back into July, and then, but it's just so tough going from like April to, to July. It's just terrible. And then here we are. We're already almost halfway through the season. It just flies by. <clears throat> the top scores by the week, by week four, week six. Josh Allen with twenty nine point seven two. He had three hundred fifty three yards, three touchdowns. Interception and a two-point conversion and 26 rushing yards. Top scoring running back, Big Dick Derrick Henry. Don't need to say anything else. The man's insane. Top scoring wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, 32.6. He had a great game against the uh, against the Patriots. He had the game-winning touchdown. He had a total of 32.6 points. High-scoring tight end, Noah Fant. Surprisingly, uh, a lot of other tight ends, they were solid, but I guess some of them just had the highest. Noah Fan with the solid 20-piece. What do you do? 20 point. What the fuck is it? Oh, there it is. 20.2. 9 for 97 and a touchdown. Highest scoring defense is the Rams defense. They played the Giants, and they are on my team. So go figure. And the highest kicker was Max Wright of the Jaguars, who was on the waivers. Maybe Urban Meyer sprinkled some gypsy juice into his into his potions. Maybe London had something to do with it. I don't know, but he finished with 16 points on the week. The who's back of the week? I finally have a good defense again. Who? How long will it last? Who knows? But the Rams do play the Lions again next week, so hopefully they keep it up. But it felt good to have a defense that actually put up 10 points again. You know, defense. I need defense that puts up at least 10 a week for me. It, it's something. Something that we, the Masafra organization has built the foundation upon, defense. But that's all going to that. Because you guys know my track record, of course. I'm a three-time champ. 
got some got some awards to give out. You know, you know the two weekly awards I like giving out every week. One being the Ganges River Award. It's become a fan favorite, as I've said before. And this week, it's going to go to the Chargers offense. Uh, Keenan Allen, Eckler, Herbert, Mike Williams. Everyone just shit the bed. I don't know what it was, but they all just... Yeah, it was just a bad game. Credit to the Ravens for having a good game plan, and they stopped. They still just stopped them in the tracks. They, no one got anything going. Herbert only had 11. Eckler didn't even break 10. Allen had 7. I think Mike Will had like 2 points or something like that. <clears throat> Not good. And the third leg award of the week, I think this might be the second or third time it's going to this man, but it's Derrick Henry. I mean, the man just keeps on just, he keeps on keeping on. <clears throat> that touchdown run he had where he, uh, he he just like he looks like a machine. He's a locomotive. And he just broke free and he just outran everyone. He ran twenty two fucking miles an hour. I mean that's that's not normal at his at his size. And then he had that one play when the that, whoever the Bill safety is, he uh, he just had to get in front of him. But I'm sure he got up after that one, like, oh my god, my like back is broken. But that's it. That's all I have for the awards of the week. Uh, some bad beats betting wise of the week. Patriots plus three and a half. I had that personally. Uh, right when I went to overtime, I knew it was gonna lose because dogs die in overtime. Uh, just fucking miserable. And of course, the Cowboys had to win too. Seahawks money line was a rough one. That game was almost gonna end in a tie until T.J. Watt decided to realize that he's a Watt brother and he could just take over a game just by strip sacking Geno Smith. Poor Geno Smith never gonna get a good, never gonna get a break. Uh, Seals ended up winning that game. And anyone who had the Chargers money line <clears throat> or spread or had them in a teaser, they just got walloped. Really no words for it. You just got to throw that game away. Don't even look at the – maybe look at the film to see a few things, but you just forget that that game from your memory if you're, if you're a Chargers player, even a Chargers fan, if there are any out there. Surprise, but not really a surprise. <clears throat> the Jaguars got the first win in London. Maybe Urban Meyer flew out that girl he was with two weeks ago. Maybe she was a good luck charm. Who knows? But it's in London. One in London, AIDS is going to happen. So, who knows? The Jets, everyone thought the Jets would get, would beat the Falcons last week but in the, in the London game. Not last week, but the week before that. <clears throat> crazy, crazy things happen in London. Uh, and that's all I have for this week. Hope you guys enjoy the interview I have for this week. And uh, hope for a good week seven in fantasy and the NFL. Thank you for listening. All righty. So the guest for this week's episode of the Jewel Fantasy League podcast is Mr. Adam Ali. How are you doing tonight, Adam? Hello, hello. I'm doing great, Marcus. How are you? Doing swell. So, let's see. Who'd you play last week? Um, Big Daddy John Fenty. Big Daddy John Fenty. You want to talk about that matchup? Um, I mean, I felt kind of confident playing against Fenty, um, even though he was projected 20 more points to win the game uh, at the start of the week. But, um, you know, we, we never give up on the squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked pretty close. Coming down to Sunday night, I had some 
some confidence that that the Bills defense would would get me something, but but I was uh, completely wrong. And they put a fat donut up, and I I lost really bad. And um, yeah, I'm on a nice losing streak now, which is very depressing. I'm looking like a Polino out there. Where you want a two game? You're still three and three though. Yeah, three and three. You're three and three. But uh, I'd much rather be four and two. But you can't win them all. Uh, let's see, 75 points. Yeah, definitely not. Wait, who's your second running back? Oh, Edward Zolaire. Why didn't you pick up his handcuff? You have no handcuffs. I have no handcuffs. Why? Because uh, everyone is taken in this fucking league. <laughs> handcuffs. Have you seen this fucking... I drafted my handcuffs. I just... Uh, well, you know. I got Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I do. You just picked him up? Yeah, as as we started this podcast, baby. Now, where are you going to put him in? In your running back, too? <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to get smoked by James. Yeah. Uh, so, you're uh, three, three. You're picking up Le'Veon Bell to start in your running back, too, and you're playing James, who's fully healthy. I, what do you want me to do? I have I have nobody. This league is all vultures, bro. Once the auction block is up, we got the Polinos that hoard everybody. <laughs> um, the occasional Mike Marishi pickup once every nine years. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna get cooked by James. That's gonna be my new name. <laughs> yeah, John has 33 uh, transactions, and Mike has 22 transactions. I would say probably by far the most in the league. Unbelievable, dude. But so yeah. Three, uh, I mean, who do, who do you like on your team? Maybe you're thinking about changing it up at this point. I need, I desperately need a solid running back. That, that's, that's what I'm, I'm desperately looking for. Um, can't really do much, you know, can't really trade a lot, but um. Well, we're going to keep our heads up high. We got a lot of wide receivers that we could dish out, but I don't think people want wide receivers. What wide receivers do you have to dish out? Um, You know, I got Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. Robinson. Um, I don't think anyone wants those people. Sammy Watkins, right. Al- Al- Aguilar. Uh-huh. We got Will Fuller that you wanted. Yeah, let me get him. No. Um is Gronk right. playing Sunday? He, he's questionable, but we'll see what happens. Um, I got a waiver pickup. I got Marquise Callaway. Oh, you did get him? That's a good pickup because uh, Michael Thomas is out for a few more weeks. Yeah, so if I had to pick up someone else, but I got to drop somebody. Mm. All right. Well, looking ahead to week seven, you played James like we said before. What do you think is going to happen in that matchup? Oh, playing James, I'm already accepting defeat. Um, it doesn't really look good for me. I have no running backs, even though he is starting a jet running back. But I still I still give him the, the benefit of the doubt in that one. Um, his team looks a lot better than mine. So I'm, I'm handing myself the fat L early this week. Uh, I, don't, I don't even plan on opening the fantasy app come Sunday. Oh, 
Yeah, but you <laughs> no, it's still fill your still fill your team. Oh, up. of course, of course. Oh, I'm I'm not a bum like that. No, no, no. I'm a I'm gonna set my lineup the best I can, but oh, it's in Fenty's hands now. Yeah, that's tough. There's a lot of uh, – so let's see. It'll be three and four. I think you need about seven wins to make the playoffs in this league. You think you'll be able to get there? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get seven. I'm making the playoffs. You'll get four more wins? Yeah, yeah. Because – Let me see. Um, I'm, I'll, lose to, I'll lose to James this coming week. I'll play Angelo. I'm looking to, to spend Brownie's butt. And beat Angelo. Um, then I play Burroughs. Uh, he he does have a, a a history of losing to me, so um, and then, then Yurish, I think I could take Relish. Then you, of course, easy dub. Messi, yeah. easy dub. Then I got another Polino, easy dub, and then Mandela, which I'm kind of scared of. But I think I could scavenge four more wins with. I, I think you could get three the most. Three. That's. Unless you um, make a trade, you got to change something up. Well, how many wins do you have, big guy? Four. You think you can get three more? Easily. <laughs> we'll see. What do you mean? I played Mondello, Mike, Kieran. <laughs> Mondello and Kieran, two hard, two, two good matchups. Okay, I play Mike. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's three win. <laughs> I play you. Okay, and that's going to be a good week. Yeah, but my, my team's not uh, – well, knock on wood, we're still uh, looking decent right now. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm just getting cooked by bye weeks at this point. Yeah, everyone is. Oh, it's tough out here, man. Oh, did I just get another waiver pickup? I did. Let's go. <laughs> we got Royce Freeman, baby. Um, but I don't understand how your team – you dropped 157 in week two. Started off 2-0, you thought you were on top of the world, saying you were going to win the league, and now you're uh... – Oh, I'm still going to – hey, just because I'm 3-3 three and three doesn't mean I'm not going to win the <laughs> Don't forget the year I won. I had six wins, buddy. You did. You did I, I was the eighth seed, and I still <clears throat> came back to win. <clears throat> All right, so, so we just said between you and James, you're just going to take the L? Oh, yeah. There's – if I win, if I – you have this recording, right? It's it's gonna be out tomorrow. If I beat James Brady, I will shave my arms and legs, both clean. I'll be a I'll be a fucking skinless Adam Ali, naked mole rat. Okay, arms and legs. Arms and legs, baby. Okay, I have it written down. Um, mm-hmm. Next matchup I want to look at is me versus Nick. What do you think about this one? You versus Mondello. Let me take a look at it, honestly. I'm I'm still trying to figure out who I'm starting at my wide receiver. Uh, uh, uh. Mark Andrews, insulin pump, nice name. (laughs) I just changed it today. Um, I I do not like your your QB. Um, Um, Yeah, Herbert's on a bye. Yeah, well, you could probably scavenge someone else. I tried. Fenty took Matt Ryan. Good job, Fenty. I appreciate that. Um, this is a really good matchup. Uh, he still has to put someone in as, as his tight end. Yeah, there's really no one at tight end, but he all has to do is find someone that gets one catch for a touchdown. Yep. Uh, no, nah, this is going to be close. 
This will be close. Let's see. I'll give it to you. I think you'll win this week. Okay. All right. I respect that. I really think so. Because Tyree Kill might have a lot of trouble in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, who else does he have? Pittman Jr. against San Fran. They go off. I don't know. That it's gonna be close, but I give you the W on that one. All right. Okay. Next one. Uh, John versus Meshi. This is this. Honestly, <laughs> it looks like a toilet bowl because Meshi doesn't have CD Lamb. Um, yeah, I guess I put a, in a wide receiver. Which he? Who does he have? He has AJ Green, right? Who? Meshi has AJ Green, and he could start Saquon now. No, I, I don't know if Saquon's back. Oh, no, he's still on IR. Never mind. Oh, no, he's on IR. That's it. No, Chris Carson, right. IR too. Um, no CD. I guess he could put Julio into wide receiver, and then he could start Kyle Pitts and Jonu Smith. Hmm. As much as I would love to see John Plano lose, he's looking a little strong here. He is. He is looking strong here. I wish, uh, like just matchups, they're not too great. Huh. If he gets CMC back, I mean, he's going to have a strong team. Yeah, yeah, he definitely will. But let's let's hope, let's hope not. I kind of want John to win. Mike, Mike can go fuck himself. I, I want John to do good. John, John's been fucked by a lot of things. John has been fucked by a lot of things, a lot of players getting hurt, his schedule being wank. But um, I think that's just what it is being a Polino, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, who takes this one? Uh, John versus Meshi. I, I'll give it to John. I'll give it to John. Not bad. Not bad. Next game I want to look at is uh, Angelo versus Fenty. And also, please remind Reminder before you speak, and I'm trying to keep this PG 13, Adam. I don't want to make any edits. Of course, of course. I'm always PG to PG 13 level, baby. I just didn't want you to refer to Angelo as something. Angelo is our favorite person. Okay. Uh, Masks are for sheep versus uh, Yankee 619. Uh-huh. Um, Rogers and Washington. Fenty's got a fucking holy shit. Fenty has, Fenty has a squad. I'm Fenty gave me the fat L. I think he's gonna continue his schlongness and give Angelo the fat L. Fenty has no buys this week. Yeah, I know he's lucky. He has a nice, healthy team. Yeah, and I think he's what he's with four and two. Yeah, John. Yeah, he just got four and two. He has really good matchups too. Damn. He does. <laughs> Silly Fenty was trying to trade me Joe Burrow. Get out of here, John. <laughs> what? He was trying to get rid of Joe Burrow? Yeah. Um, what? Uh, who did he win? Actually, Joe Burrow's not bad. He's not bad, but I, I have him in my other league. I'm just not trying to have two QBs. The same QB in two leagues, I mean. No, nah, but he wanted my running back. He wanted Sinclair. But um, I wasn't going to give him up for 
for Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. But uh, matchup-wise, yeah, I, I give it to, to Big Daddy John on that one. You're going to give it to Fenty? Yeah, I'll give, I'll give it to Fenty as much as I don't want to because he'll be 5-2 and two if he wins. Um, I'll give it to Fenty in this. Okay, next matchup we have. Probably one of the best ones of the year so far. Mr. Burroughs is visiting Kieran Corgan's team, Turbo's Titans. This looks like a very juicy matchup on paper, two high-scoring teams. What do you think? Uh, Let's see. Patty Mahomes. Oh, my God. Just just looking at Burroughs' team, I'm like, how did he get this? He has a really good team. Yeah, Uh, I know. What's the kid, 6-0? Motherfucker. Sorry. Um, I'm, he's on a hot streak. He's hotter than hot, bros. He is. I don't understand how he just consistently drops all these points. Yo. Oh, I mean, he, only, he's, dude, he has two wins where he only dropped like 105. Yeah, but it's still, he's, he's still getting up there in numbers. Yeah, he is. team is producing consistently, which is Really good. Also really lucky, but still. Ooh. Kieran actually has more points than him on the season. Mm-hmm. I did see that. I peeped that before. Um, James is second. I, I like Kieran's team. He has Cooper Cup being the number one freaking wide receiver right now. Jonathan Taylor is really the number three running back. Holy yeah, cow. He's been going off. Yeah. This is going to be a really good matchup. Um, I'm going to give this one to Kieran, even though Burroughs is projected to mm-hmm. win. Sorry, like to I'm, I'm going to give it to Kieran because I have a feeling Tom Brady is going to get a lot more points than Patty Mahomes. Um. Uh, Jonathan Taylor could go off again. He's playing San Fran. Damian Harris playing the Jets. Jets C has been somewhat okay. Uh, but Burroughs has Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's no a problem. One, no one can stop this, man. Um, no, he's been going off. Back-to-back three touchdown games. Seriously. Yo, did you see that when they, they like clocked him in? Uh, like speed wise, he was running like twenty two miles an hour. Yeah, he was he was out. He was running like at twenty two miles an hour for a man his size. He's going full steam ahead. <clears throat> He's a tank. No, yeah, this should definitely be a good matchup on Sun Sunday. It spills over into Monday too, because <clears throat> Matt Matt starting Alex Collins on the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, so. Buys are hitting Kieran pretty hard with just Najee Harris, but I think he's uh he's got some good yeah, he's got some good substitutes. Mm. Yeah, I give it to Kieran on that one. Mm. Hopefully Kieran could uh ruin Burroughs' win streak and I kinda yeah. want to see it stay. I want him to go undefeated. <clears throat> Un- 14 weeks undefeated. I want him to go undefeated and then lose second round to me in the playoffs. That's how I feel like it's gonna go regardless if he goes undefeated or not. Because Burroughs usually does pretty good in the regular season, except last year where Wait, he came in last last year, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, except, yeah, last year was his one bad year. I'll give him that. But 
he he usually makes it to the playoffs and then somehow gets cucked or yeah, shits the bed. <clears throat> Hopefully that streak continues. Yeah, as much as I love the kid, I I don't want to see him win a ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep trying, bros. Maybe next year. <laughs> um, next matchup, the final one of the week. This is everyone had this one circled a few weeks back. Everyone thought that they would be zero and six leading into both of these <laughs> games, but Yurish has decided to pick it up. He had he had a meeting with his team, and they responded well. Mike's team meeting apparently everyone stormed out, and they all hate him. <clears throat> so Mike yeah. is going into this matchup zero and six. Mike, Yurish is favored. That's because Mike doesn't have a kicker in. But I'd say they'll probably be about around the same points if when Mike puts a kicker in. What do you think is going to be the outcome of this game? Um, what's his name? Uh, Yurish doesn't have a kicker in either. They they both have. Oh, five I didn't even see that. Okay, never mind. Yurish is going to be projected more points this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is. Definitely going to be the reason why I opened the app on Sunday. Not from my team. I could care less. Just to check on Mike's team throughout the day. Because um, it does leak in into Monday with his defense. But I really would like to see Mike go 0-7. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, that would kill his playoff hopes. Exactly. It just eliminate one more scrub from the playoffs because, yeah, I'm, I'm going to win the chip and no one's going to get in my way, especially not Mike. Um, he, he really needs to – I think he needs to fire the GM and, and start looking for some, some changes. He needs something. Um, he, he, need, he needs Jesus. That's what Mike needs. I mean, um, <clears throat> the, uh, the fantasy app gives him a 1% chance of making the playoffs right now, but uh, – I, th- I think it they'll change to a fat zero percent come Monday night. But I mean, fantasy, if you lose seven in a row, maybe you could win seven in a row and maybe Mike could get hot. But I mean, the margin of error is very slim from here on out if he loses this week. Yeah, uh, I, I guess the, the waiver wire Warriors didn't come to play this year. No, they definitely did not. They're they're in the freaking Ganges River and drowning right now. <laughs> well, his closest game all year was um with against you when he put. I know that that's so funny. I'm so happy I beat him. Yeah, um, that's when the Buffalo defense had 21 points. And his negative three. They revived me, baby. Revived Flynn. They did revive you. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So so uh, Yurish wins this matchup, and Yurish moves to three and four. I give it to Yurish being three and four. Then rather see Mike go one and six. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Very, very interesting. So, what do you think is more likely to happen? Matt going fourteen and zero, or Polino uh, going zero and fourteen? Oh man. As much as I would love to see Mike Polino go 0-14 so I could shit on him for the rest of my life, I really think he would get a win somewhere in this season, just like out of pure luck. No, no, no. Look at his schedule and who do you think he would beat for his first win? It would have to be his brother, right? How do I look at Mike's schedule? Just go to thing and go to schedule and just change it at the top. Oh, okay. Uh, schedule. Ganges. 
If it's not Yurish this week, which I don't think he will be. He does have me in the following week. That could be a problem, too. Yeah, you got to watch out if you don't have any buys. Um, maybe him and Meshi. That's going to be another. Oh, my God. He plays Meshi, and then he plays his brother in back-to-back yeah. weeks. Oh, yeah, my God. Totally. He has potential coming in. He, he could win either this week or in the next coming three weeks, I, I would suggest. But <clears throat> he really needs some help with that team. He does. He definitely does. Yeah, but all in all, I think I give it to Yurish. Okay. Uh, so we're almost about halfway into the season. Who do you think is going to be a leading candidate for winner of the league? And, uh, well, I guess we already know Mike's, Mike's in, in first place for the last place, but who do you think is going to be the uh, winner of the league? All in all, winner of the league, championship. Um Other than myself, obviously, because um, I'm going to win the league and everyone knows that. I really think James Brady could win the league. I keep on saying James. This man better fucking win. Yeah, I know, right? I, I know. Yo, look at just, just take a moment. Look at the probability of him beating me. I mean, I do have two buys in right now, but it's still looking really bad. Actually, let's change that. Let's change that live right now. What? Let's put in that guy. I just need to pick up a defense. And then my probability would be even a little worse. But, yeah. just, just I'm not even projected 100 points this week. It's really bad. If I break 80 points, I would be impressed. Yeah, you need to start racking up some points because the other people that are that are the same record as you. They have a lot more points than you. Yeah, it's uh, we got on to a really good start, but <clears throat> you have boy. the third fewest points in the league. Third fewest? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Right behind uh, John Plino in last, Angelo in second to last, and you're you're taking you're in third to um, last. Hey, it's okay. It's all right. We're still three and three. That's all that matters, baby. Yeah. Thanks. You start falling south real fast. Oh, they've been falling, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> um, one, one another thing I want to talk about is how garbage Nick is at NBA Street. You want to talk about that? Oh, Nick DeSisio. Oh man, yes. I hope he tunes into this podcast and hears him. how trash he is. But um, yeah, for those of you that are listening that don't know, um. Uh, what game is it? NBA Street Two on the NBA Street Volume Two. Does it does a PlayStation work, or you haven't tested yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it, it works. It works. It works again. It works. It works. It was just having some issues, but yeah, for those of you that don't know, uh, PlayStation Two night, the Ali House, usually every Friday. Good stuff. Uh, NBA Street Volume Two is the most anticipated game that we play, and there's always a rivalry between me and Nick DeSisio. Kid could barely get a dub against me, but we got to give it out. Got to give a shout out to Jason Kidd. Yeah. Game, Jason Kidd is goaded. You cannot stop this man. He does everything. Defense, offense, whatever you name it, Jason Kidd got it. He'll pull up, drain a three, half court, hook shot, 
Next thing you know, he'll steal the ball from you and dunk on you. Jason Kidd. If you don't believe me, you got to see it for yourself. Jason Kidd, uh, he, he definitely just steals the ball from you every time. He's, he's really a spectacle. But I think I've, uh, I, I found a new Chico with Shaq. I'm going to have to test it out on Friday. Oh, that's right. You were playing really well with Shaq. I need to I test it out. forgot about that. Shaq is just the body. I, I can't really do much on him. Yeah, he just goaltends all the time. But I just need to time to goaltend right for it to work properly. Don't worry. Nah, I, I hold the crown to that game. It's still sitting high on my head. We'll have to see Friday. Uh, anything else you want to add? Um, other than how much Nick sucks at that game and how much Polino is terrible at fantasy. Um, big shout out to Liberty Snacks. Yeah, Liberty Snacks, high quality nuts and candy for those of you that don't know. Okay. Go to your local store and get a get a nice bag of nuts and just, just appreciate how good they are. Where can we find Liberty Snacks nuts? What's uh, locally? Maybe somewhere in Carmel, maybe. I don't know. Um, but just hit me up. I, I do deliveries always. Hit him up. You heard you heard the man. Hit him up. What about Supreme Collab? Is Liberty Snacks going to do a Supreme Collab soon? Uh, low key. I've been trying to get that to work. Really? Uh, been sending out emails left and right. Uh, working on sketches. We're actually coming up with some nice material. Um, not really too happy with the, the product we got so far. But we're still relatively new into the season. So keep an eye out for the Liberty Snacks Supreme Collab coming to you very soon. What about a Kith collab? Oh, Kith collab. Oof. Man, Ronnie, he's a very hard guy to get in contact with. <clears> just tell Motor to just print something out. That's what, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Motor is trying to be my middleman right now, but Liberty Snacks, Kith, that could be, that could be an <laughs> up and coming too. It could be. Uh, I think that's all I got. That's all you got? Um. Yeah, other than that, free Palestine, you know? Yep, okay. That's always good to hear. All right, Adam, it's been a pleasure to have you on to the podcast. I hope you tune in for this week and for the weeks ensuing. Thank always, you. Always a pleasure to be on with you, Marcus. Uh, really appreciate you making this podcast, taking the time out of your day. Thank you. Do this. Uh, shows that you care about us and this league. Correct. Not a lot of people would go this far to do what you do, you know? Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, every, anytime, my man. <clears throat> Have a good night. Take care, brother.